Final Fantasy fans, man, you are eating good today. Oh my gosh, I cannot believe what we just saw over the last 24 hours. What's going on, guys? Town here with 5-9 Direct and the Waypoint Podcast, joined by Chin Lethal, and we have a brand new guest, Cam. Go and say hello, man. Introduce yourself to the guests. Uh, hello, um, my name's Cam Hawkins. You've maybe heard me or seen me on IGN content. I, I've been on podcast unlocked a few times uh i do uh previews and reviews there as well um you know and uh i've been on other contents like kind of funny spot on me game spot so yeah happy to be here right on man right on well thank you so much for joining us here for the waypoint podcast we got a lot to talk about because even though e3 was quote-unquote canceled still a lot of stuff happened today so and just over this past week in general so let's just get jump straight into everything right now. We got Final Fantasy VII 25th anniversary. Not a lot technically was revealed, but what we got was huge. So I got to start off with the main one because and to me personally, we still have another year and a half until Rebirth. I want to talk about Crisis Core real quick. Crisis Core finally got a remaster slash remake, whatever you want to call it. It's technically a mix of both in my personal eyes, but we're finally getting it on basically every platform, including the Switch, which I'll get into a bit because... And that's, I'm a little surprised about that one, to be honest. But what are your thoughts? Anyone, jump in right now. What are your thoughts? Final Fantasy Crisis Core. Excited? Hyped? Disappointed? I'll hop in. I'll hop in real quick. Um, I'm excited. This this is this is a game that I remember like being a kid and like wanting to play so bad on my PSP. And uh, I can't remember. I, I think this came out. I don't know. I can't remember. I can't remember the exact year, but I remember being like getting just getting my PSP I think it was like the PSP 2000 it was like the silver PSP and I think they met they might have been doing like a special like uh edition of it with the crisis core I, I swear it was crisis core if not they were doing something with it I just remember being so excited for it and I played this and this was how I got into Final Fantasy 7. Uh, I never played the original I think I was way too young my dad bought the original for me back when I think the PS1 I don't know before PS2 came out I was like at the end of the PS1 life cycle I think I was like maybe five or four but this was the game that I remember just being like all about and realizing as I got older like whoa this actually tied into Final Fantasy VII and got me into it. So them announcing this was absolutely huge for me. Uh, it's great to see this finally get out of the PSP and finally get back onto uh, a bunch of consoles, which is the shocking part to me. I was fully thinking that this was going to be another PlayStation uh, exclusive. I thought they were going to just tie this in and bundle this into whatever whatever hell exclusivity deal that PlayStation has, Sony has with uh, Square. And I thought it was going to be, again, just like a PlayStation 5 thing, PlayStation 4. Um, but they surprised me. It's going everywhere. So I think that's actually really cool. That's my take on it, at least. I am. Um... Yeah, it's. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and no, please. It, 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 yeah, uh, it's exciting. Um, this is a game that for the longest time we thought that it was never going to get ported because of licensing issues with, you know, licensed music and uh, things like that. And not only we're we getting a remaster, but we're getting like it is technically a remaster, but it's a lot more effort being put into it than I would have expected. Uh, like the models are basically completely, completely redone and very reminiscent of uh seven remake uh obviously it's not the same uh scale and project uh, like budget as uh the seven remake games are but it's still like again just a lot more effort than i expected square to do which is super exciting and they uh i believe they like kind of fully updated the hud and uh the layout um when it comes to the combat um it's exciting because you know how especially how uh remake ended you know and just 
how Zack's role plays into Final Fantasy VII. Uh, I think that knowing the story of Crisis Core is kind of a necessity um, when it comes to this remake project. Like, I, I think that with, you know, there, there was nothing really wrong with playing um, Final Fantasy VII Remake without playing the original, but like, you just got so much more reward for knowing the story going into the remake and knowing Zack and knowing how he's relevant to Cloud and the story as a whole and all those elements um, so that now everyone has the opportunity to uh, learn that story themselves and and go into and either like replay remake or go into rebirth with uh, you know just more knowledge um, on what's going on and you know why um, he's re relevant and you know why it was a big deal about how the game ended and uh all these exciting things so yeah i'm, I'm excited for it um i, I kind of agree with uh what you were saying earlier about it coming to switch and it coming maybe to xbox because uh i really thought that we were going to see an announcement that intergrade was coming to xbox at this anniversary stream and we didn't but it's coming to steam so i'm kind of on the fence or i'm just kind of like what are they waiting for with uh it coming to xbox because we know that this was a timed exclusivity so i'm you know it wasn't like a permanent thing so uh of one year and it's been one year since integrate came out so at this point it's just kind of waiting to see what uh when it hits xbox I think one, one thing I was definitely expecting, just real quick before Chin starts talking, is that with the huge Xbox showcase that we just had and all of that Game Pass stuff we just saw, I was expecting to see Final Fantasy integrated finally on there. I was just like, yeah, weird. Why isn't on there? So, but anyway, yeah, go ahead, man. well, no, that, I, yeah. talk. that's what I was going to say is I wonder if it's something with Square not wanting it on Game Pass for whatever reason. Uh, I mean, we see something I, like, you know, they put Guardians Galaxy on there. You know, um, I'm not sure if Avengers is on there. You know, there's other games that they've done, but I wonder. Yeah, I uh, but I wonder point. if they have an issue with their remake going on there, and maybe that's what's blocking it. Because Crisis Core was that announced for Game Pass, or was it just announced no, for it, Xbox? It, no, yeah, it wasn't. And so, no, I mean, the other one coming to it that might be a a blockade for them. I don't know. I don't think so. I, uh, you know, I thought originally we would see we would see it at the xbox showcase and then we didn't and i was just like oh well all the games that they showed are coming to game pass so it makes sense because i didn't expect it to come to game pass when it got announced like they have plenty of reason to not make a game pass deal for mm -hmm. now and then you know once it uh, uh, like first hits and then eventually right. decide hey we're gonna put on game pass um but now that it wasn't at xbox and the final fantasy 7 stream i'm like now i'm at a point of like what are they waiting for yeah. i don't know if it's you know there's they're still working on it or whatever it may be but uh yeah I, I just wish that they would at least tell us like hey it's coming or hey it's not like i don't need it to be like it's out tomorrow it's just is it coming well it's interesting because i don't there's there shouldn't be quote unquote much for them to do to put it on xbox because xbox and playstation are basically you know mid-tier at least when they were originally released mid-tier pcs right in terms of like the architecture and everything so i can't imagine there's some huge you know programming problem they could potentially run into with bringing it over to the xbox so it's, I, the way i personally look at it is it's either a they just 
don't want to put it on xbox for whatever reason or they simply forgot about it i mean this is square who literally just sold like all of their western studios aside from like a couple i think mm -hmm. so maybe they just don't care about xbox um but then again it's weird though that crisis core thing coming to xbox so it's like what's going on here yeah i don't yeah um, i don't think that's the issue there's so, some deal there's a, there's something there i mean again maybe we'll never know it's some internal thing that are just like you know whatever move on to the next one do you think it's uh, like because a... rebirth was just on ps5 there's nothing else mm -hmm. announced for it right yeah, so, yeah. i was say, uh, you know think... actually do you think real quick do you think the exclusivity deal is that they made that sony made with square is for the whole trilogy and not just one of the game like not separate games one by one do you think that's a possibility i mean i don't surprise me could be i mean i don't rem i don't remember where i saw it but i i remember seeing it from like you know a legit site that you know when remake was first announced it was a year exclusivity mm -hmm. and then when intergrade was announced for ps5 they redid a deal for another year. I heard that too. So, so it's, it's past a year since Integrate came out. So at this point, as far as I'm aware and far, as far as I'm concerned, they can put on Xbox whenever they want. Yeah, interesting. I um, you know, looking at the new PlayStation like premium deluxe um, packages that they get for PlayStation Plus, I. I, it makes more sense what Crisis Core isn't on that PSP list now, of of games, you know, and it and it also like this is a little bit of a sidetracking, but it also gets me excited to see what other games they haven't included on those lists because maybe they have potential remakes coming out. Oh, that's um, what I was thinking. I like Metal Gear Solid's not on there. There's no Metal Gear Solid's on there at all. Like that is the probably the greatest game that came out on PS1 in my opinion. I know Final Fantasy VII and stuff was out there, but I I love Metal Gear Solid One a lot. And seeing that not on the list, and then seeing Crisis Core not on the list, but then all of a sudden, hey, here's a remake of it coming this year. Like I don't know. I I it makes me really really like maybe it's just a lot of copium. I'm 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 taking in right now to hope that something great's coming out from PlayStation. But I. Uh, um maybe that could be that could be leading into other stuff that we could see from sony coming out soon that would require that would require the 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 current owners of metal gear to actually do something good with it though okay. so, I, I, say, I, I think know. i think konami <laughs> took like all of it down or, or they took them off the listings or something like that i was reading something with konami they took off i think it was metal gear uh, something like that oh they they delisted uh metal gear like two and th like it was, the, yeah. the the collection you know yeah. like with two because that that was on ps now right i think it was the collection it or was. something like that they, i think yeah was it, it, it was on it's like yeah it's on playstation and xbox mm. but they said it was like a temporary thing oh. mm. like at first it was just like people thought that they were going to delist it and you know like i impulse bought bought a physical copy i was just like okay yes. I want to do this. <laughs> but then they said like oh no we're putting it back up uh for some reason it's just like it was a really weird you know anomaly uh I so i don't think that's gonna uh be an issue i bought a physical you know what's so weird about those physical copies is that you can buy them brand new still like oh, my, yeah. my copy was completely sealed and i was like that is, yeah. this how old is this and they're just selling it <laughs> and they're not even expensive there was like 30 bucks i was like that, yeah. that was uh, i love that i guess it makes sense because you only get a code for the original metal gear solid so i guess they have to still sell it new if you want the entire collection that it offers but that was just that interesting sense, yeah after years that i can get a brand new one off ebay yeah i don't know maybe maybe we'll eventually we will see it on xbox or maybe we just never will i, I don't know i have noticed xbox is pushed though to get more japanese games on their system mm. which is good because i know a lot of people have been asking for that and wanting that 
and maybe that can and that kind of also sort of ties into what i've actually personally seen over here including the tokyo game show last year where xbox had its own little thing where they're like we want xbox to be in japan more because let's be perfectly honest xbox one was pretty much a failure in terms of trying to bring it out here to japan i mean i if, if i go into a store here uh you you see like two shelves for xbox and that's it and then everything else is playstation everything else is nintendo and it's just like so um so when they were at the tokyo game show they're definitely like you know obviously pushing game pass trying to do the cloud and everything like that um to maybe try and make up for that and then we obviously saw all the persona stuff which we can get into later when we really dive deep into the xbox showcase um so we saw those games coming so it's just like okay will square finally bite though right aside mm -hmm. from your quote unquote because some people still consider crisis core a side game even though it is in chronological order this you know the same with final fantasy 7 and everything like that um i don't know it's it's really interesting there must be some clause or contract signed that is stopping it from happening right now otherwise it would have happened already essentially so uh just real quick but, as we i'm sure you're gonna segue this into uh the big part i was gonna say you know segueing that in do you think them dropping this uh has plans for the future of remake but you know you could take it into uh the next big game that was revealed it could i'm not really sure but i mean you literally just dropped it so obviously crisis core is amazing zach's my boy it's super hyped for that game but the other one that was I think a shock to a lot of people. Some expected it, some didn't just because of, you know, it's square and everything. But we finally saw the remake part two, AKA Rebirth has officially been announced and it's coming out next winter. By the way, Crisis Core is coming out this winter. And then the following winter, we get Rebirth. So... A lot sooner than expected. A lot, a lot sooner, sooner than expected. A lot sooner. And 16 like, like a lot is of still coming like, out next year. Yeah. It's, yeah. It's like every no, six I, months I don't think, is a, is I don't think they'll game. drop. I don't think they'll drop in the same year. I think I think uh, I think uh, Rebirth will drop. I think early 2024. I think does it doesn't winter kind of account for like what well, like is it November and December or it, just December, December? Right. It can December, yeah. yeah. It can be March, very late yeah. November, December into January. Technically February, I think. Yeah, I don't know, something like that. Yeah. On that. So, um, and, and and they did that on purpose, right? Obviously, like if something comes oh, yeah. up and they have to delay it for a couple months or something like that can be like okay look it's a february release now which oh god based on last on this previous this, this current year's february oh god please no no no, no more february releases stop it it sounds it, it sounds nice though when they put like winter this winter it's like oh hell yeah like it makes you feel like it's coming out like this you're like that marketing b is so nice uh but next winter yeah it is i mean i can kind of see crisis Core probably fulfilling that december time because yeah. To my knowledge, I don't think Square has anything releasing in December. Or the, do they have a winter time frame game that's coming out this year? They for, no. Don't they? They, they just have, have Forspoken. Yeah. And that's for, it. Yeah. Yeah. For, but Forspoken's in um, October. Yeah. October, right? So I would think they'd want something in the quote unquote holiday time. So Crisis Core would kind yeah. of be a perfect game to, to put right there. I mean, a lot of people are fans of it. And especially those who weren't able to buy PSP or play it on PSP. Now you've got a chance because you can literally play it on every platform, which can I say quick side note? I scrolled through both the Japanese trailer and the English trailer to look to see if they said, you know, switch, you know, cloud streaming or something like that. And they didn't. I am I'm a little shocked. I'm not gonna lie <laughs> that that thing's gonna be running on Switch. I know it's not as technically impressive as uh remake one or anything like that, but 
just from the trailers alone i'm like how is this running on switch like what kind of sorcery are you guys pulling on something like this and then it, and then if they can make this work and everything i'm like guys what the heck was that kingdom hearts uh release then on switch like mm -hmm. i understand oh, three yeah. can't run on the switch but one and two you can't tell me one and two can't play on the switch locally like what's going on here there's this whole thing of, like there's this whole th theory that i have about that um you know i don't want to go into a, a huge side track on that but i think uh a big part of it is just because the games are combined as like the 1.5 2.5 mm -hmm. and that like the 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 the, the amounts of data uh a storage for it doesn't fit on a normal cartridge and they would have to like pay a lot and i think that square would want to sell physical copies of those games <laughs> and because there it would be so much to just manufacture them that they just decided not to do it and just decided to go the cloud route i you know i don't i don't agree with it but <laughs> it's just how it is it is what it is well right. anyway, I, I wonder uh, if God. well i was just wondering if they if I mean, that's a good theory, right? Because I mean, look at look at what um, look at what like Red Dead did on the PS4, right? You had a you had the 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 game disc and then the data disc, and then that downloaded most of it. I wonder if the Switch could just do something like that. But whatever, they they already didn't release it that way, so I guess it doesn't matter. Yeah. But physical copies would have been nice. Yeah, exactly. All right. So anyway, back on topic. Uh, Final Fantasy Rebirth or Remake Part Two, whatever you want to call it. Officially, it's Rebirth. Uh, thoughts on it? What you know. Obviously, I know everyone's hyped and everything, but um, one interesting thing I personally saw in the trailer, oh, there's two things I personally saw in the trailer uh, that caught my eye was if you watched the Japanese trailer again, uh, I made we made a full, full video on this on our channel, guys. Go check it out. I did a huge uh, deep dive into the trailers and the announcements and everything. But when you listen to the Japanese trailer, when Zach is carrying Cloud, for the most part, it's the same in both the English and Japanese versions. He simply says, you know, it was been five, you know, we... We saw each other five years you know where are you essentially but he explicitly name drops zach in the japanese trailer whereas in the english one you mo most would assume he's talking about zach because he's literally being carried by him but then it goes into Aerith talking and everything or tifa if i'm whichever one it was um but in the japanese trailer you know it's zach right away so I don't, I don't know if that could potentially mean anything or if it's, you know, maybe the English one is trying to confuse us and that's not an actual moment in that scene when he's talking and everything like that. Because again, it's a trailer. They always, you know, mix things up to try and confuse us and make it all, you know, hype and everything like that. Um, so that was one thing I noticed. And then the second thing I noticed was the actual name of Rebirth is if you put Rebirth in into Japanese, Rebirth technically has two translations. It can mean rebirth in one way, but if you say it another in another context, it can actually mean reverse. Um, so a lot of so some, there are some people who are looking at us and going like, okay, so this has to do with the whole like you know time travel stuff that Nomura is just like effort and throwing a ton of this time travel stuff in there. And obviously, this isn't the same timeline as we know clearly stated in remake part one. Um, oh, that's a lot of speculation right there, obviously. But those are two of the things that definitely caught my eye. I wanted to get your guys' opinions on that, though. What did you personally think when you saw those trailers? Before the Final Fantasy fans interject too much, the one thing I got to say about your trailer <laughs> comment is honestly what it probably could be is you've talked a lot, like, you know, with the whole Dragon Ball release recently, the whole movie, and, like, everyone yeah. talked about how the trailer showed nothing. But 
they do that for like Western audiences, right? But whereas Japanese audiences yeah. say don't care if things are spoiled. They, they don't care if, if cool things that the Western audience might want to wait for the game to come out to see that they it's probably as simple as that where they're just like Japanese audience will be more excited just name dropping whereas the Western audience will want to speculate and figure it out when they get the game. So it could be just that. It could be. It easily it could just be that and that's it, right? It's, it's sometimes the simplest answer is the correct answer. Mm -hmm. All right. I'm, st I'm stepping back. Final Fantasy fans, take it away, please. <laughs> <laughs> Go I Cam. Go ahead, Cam. I, I mean, obviously, I'm excited about the about the game. Uh, you know, remake was my game of the year in 2020, uh, and I think that it was it was cool seeing the you know Cloud and Sephiroth walking um, to uh, uh, Nibelheim, and uh, you know, I, I I think the big part of this right now, or like kind of like the big discussion, is just like how different it's going to be from the original because like that was like the big part of the end of remake was anything can really happen now i still think that there are like key locations moments um and things like that that have to be in this game like they may not be in the same order they may not be whatever but like i think that they need to be present like uh i think that Aerith like needs to die I think that is just such a like that is the most iconic one of the most iconic moments in video games you know what right. i mean mm -hmm. and and i like the idea of and also like the logo you know you see that red in there you know what that red is for it's don't for the it. fucking meteor don't say it don't say Oh, and, man. and in the third game that logo is going to be completely fucking red and it's going to be amazing and I think that with that in mind, like, I, I think this, you know, this is, they, they, they even said it in the anniversary stream, right? Like, this is going to be like Empire Strikes Back. You know what I mean? This is going to be yeah. like mm -hmm. a, this is going to be the heroes lose. Like, you know, this is, and granted, like you could say to a certain degree, the same thing happens in, in, in the original seven, but I think this is going to hit differently. And I think the idea of like, oh, defying fate in the first game and then this game being like okay but not you like not everything you can't like there are certain things that just cannot be changed or you can that are inevitable and yeah, i think they're, that they're, they're, they're set in and time I, and no matter what it's gonna happen not regardless. even that they're set in time but just the idea of just like you know for for us like oh yeah they defied fate but that doesn't mean that like you know the same things can't still happen right you know um so for me i i think she i think Aerith is gonna die i think it's just like such a important part of that story and i like and, and right now i kind of feel i like more so than others that we there is going to be a lot of familiarity in in this game not a whole lot of like I think it's gonna be pretty even right I, I think there's gonna be a good amount of like new stuff and there's gonna you know because there's definitely some fat that could be trimmed from the original story and then like some stuff that is very familiar like i think that barrett uh in in cole like that uh, that has to happen and like like his relationship with like marlene's like biological dad like that stuff needs to happen sorry spoilers um and uh, you know, like I think that I need I uh, in Rocket Town. Like Rocket Town is such a like 
canonical part of that like that has to happen because so sid can join the party and like golden saucer with kate sith like and golden saucer is just such an iconic location like i think that there's a lot that is going to be familiar for those that did play the original final fantasy 7 um but my main my main concern is now knowing that this game is in three parts which i originally thought was going to be the like i originally theorized that was going to be the case right but thinking about everything that is left to tell in this story even if it is new and there are going to be some new things that's not a lot of time assuming that they're going to like these games are each going to be like 35 hours like remake was because we did 35 hours just to do midgar which is basically the prologue of final fantasy oh, final fantasy mm -hmm. VII, yeah. and now we have all this other stuff we got to go through and again there's some fat that can be trimmed um but still like you know that is that is a big like worry i just hope that like hey if you gotta make the game longer if you gotta make the games longer to tell the story do it because like square enix especially with their final fantasies in recent memory i mean i guess like i guess 13 and 15 could be long if you played them that like i don't know i just think that just based off of what remake was i'm kind of worried about like the the length of time and, mm -hmm. and things like that and i know i'm going a little long on this um and i'm also i really hope as well that there's like no DLC when it comes to Rebirth in the same way that Remake did their DLC with Yuffie. I think by the end of the second game, the entire party needs to be together. Because we still have three more characters to recruit. And if any of those characters are introduced after the events of Rebirth, that's just going to feel really too little too late, in my opinion. Um, that... I, yeah, that's another thing. Those are like my two like big things going into Rebirth. Just like take all the time, make the game as long as you need to tell the story, and make sure all the party members are together by the end of the second game. Because at that point, like, why would you introduce new characters? Because like you know, in that way, that are going to be in your party. Um, so yeah. Do you expect it? That I because like I feel like I expect DLC again because it felt like it was I well received. Did, yeah. <laughs> it depends. It was well received. Like it's it's gonna I, definitely depend. Like, the or thing with, go ahead, go ahead. No, go ahead. Oh, I was gonna say, or like I remember there was interviews when the game was coming out, and and people were w wondering, well, why is this, why is this three part, two part game? And they were say, basically saying, like, we went into this, and it was a lot more than we anticipated. Like we were way more ambitious with remaking this game than we thought. At least that's what I remember, like hearing interviews. So I'm just wondering if like, if that continues to be the case. Will DLC be necessary? Like, is it gonna and and like did did you not like Intergate? Did that ruin the flow to you no, 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 coming no, no. out? No, I think the inner like the Yuffie DLC made sense. It's like okay, because in the original, she she is an optional party member that you just can run into in in the forest after you leave Midgar. She's not a like she you do not have to uh, have her in your party. <laughs> So even though like Wu Tai, I mean, I think Wu Tai is actually optional in Final Fantasy VII as well, the whole Wu Tai yep. arc. But like, it is. even though it is like one of the, I, I really like the Wu Tai arc a lot. Um, but you know, regardless, uh, Yuffie was optional. Same thing with Vincent, Vincent Valentine. 
But the thing is with Vincent is like Vincent, <laughs> when you play Final Fantasy VII, Vincent is just like in a random room in a cave. They, you know, they need to open that, that up so bad. Like, I'm hoping that, sorry, I don't want to interrupt, but they have to definitely open that up and get into like Dirge's Uber stuff. But I, I think it's, what's weird is that they kind of like already done some of that stuff. That's why it's so crazy in this direction of whatever they're doing with Remake that I'm, that I, I don't know, like Chin, like you mentioned the DLC thing. Like, I wonder if they'll do that because I wonder if they'll do the same thing with Vincent, what they did with Yuffie. But then again, I think Kim make a great point. It's at that point where that third game should be when the party is already like established and your roster of characters is already there. Like that third part should be like the finale part, the big crazy epic like buildup. So like it does not think about it. It yeah. doesn't make sense for them to do like something of like introducing another character as the Reaper. So that kind of makes sense. Yeah. 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 So like what I'm saying is like, I don't mind if they do a DLC, but just don't make it a DLC about like Vincent because mm -hmm. Vincent would be the one that would make sense because yep. you know him and Yuffie are the two optional uh party members and you know they gave us a reason to really like I mean Yuffie in seven like is just kind of like spunky and like sporadic and that's kind of it you know but in this one they gave her a lot more of a character right and a background mm -hmm. um that like it, it just you know it just makes her have more depth than what was in final fantasy 7 same thing with vincent right like vincent was like it's just kind of like this emo dude who's cool you know he's cool and he has like a gun and stuff but like that's all really he is for a lot of final fantasy 7 and Dirge of Cerberus is kind of like his story so right. um so like i think that they're going to try and find implements to make their characters work during this story and I think that, again, just, like, introducing Vincent that late, especially in the fact that, like, he he won't, he probably won't, like, actually meet Cloud and crew until the third game still. We just will get to know Vincent, which is, like, another thing, you know? Like, in Rebirth, Cloud and them still have to run into Yuffie. Like, that is a part of the game that we still have to experience. It's just, like, I wish we didn't have to deal with that. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, she might just be in calm when they show up in calm or like, you know, and they might be a little like easy, but it's just kind of like that stuff is like, there's a lot of ground to cover and there's just ways that they could have just not had, you know, they could have just spared some time. Um, so yeah, so for me, I don't care if there's DLC, just don't make it a character DLC like Intergrade was. I liked Intergrade and it made sense for what it was, but try you know, to avoid rebirth, it kind of thing i don't want it to be a thing yeah i mm -hmm. think the, the way i personally look at it is i think one, one of two things will happen obviously i think square's gonna look at integrate and they're going to see the sales they're going to see how well it did and everything most likely right the, the business side of things like like all companies doing everything right and if integrate sold enough or did enough to bring back another fresh round of big sales for them they potentially could do that right it's, it's hard to say on that particular point um and then the second thing I think is that we did I, I we did we don't know how crazy they're gonna go with these changes right or what what we're expecting right like n I think most people are expecting the quote-unquote same story for the most part with the thrown in time wizards that are flying around potentially sometimes Sephiroth randomly shows up when originally he didn't a character here or there does but who knows they could go full-on crazy balls to the walls you know changing stuff up you know make it like half the game we don't even recognize and then 
if again going by the the name reverse you know are things going in a reverse order now or are things changing how much is zach going to play into this into rebirth now yeah, right are we going to get yeah. to play as zach right we don't we just don't know we don't and i'm sure we'll see more trailers obviously as because it's what a year and a half at the least until we see this game officially out so you know who's to know what's going to happen i mean they could drop a trailer in I don't know tokyo game show if they wanted to or the winter or something like that right or some kind of added on trailer with the crisis core game when it comes out and we're all gonna sit here going well we were wrong here's what's really happening type of thing right so there's there's just so much that could potentially happen um yeah. but I, I do definitely agree though i think that hopefully they don't do a character dlc like they did with integrate but at the same time i feel like they might just because it's square, yeah. I, I and think, they would. I think they have so much, if, especially especially if it's sold, right? Mm -hmm. If Luffy or if Yuffie sold enough yeah. or got enough people to get into remake again, there's a chance, yeah. right? They're, they're, they're just. I was is. gonna say, I think so. I think there's a lot that like when I like put it this way, I don't remember Yuffie ever interacting with uh, with Nero. That whole thing was like something that I never knew happened. So. I kind of wonder, and this is why I get excited and why I start to think that them doing the whole Crisis Core reunion and trying to somewhat kind of tie it into a little bit of the, of the remake trilogy is that like, I have a feeling like they want to do more of that where you want, you're going to start seeing interactions with characters that you didn't think ever interacted. And I have this firm yeah, belief yeah. that like two will be the game, right? That's that shit's going to pop off and it's going to go in different directions yeah. or we're going to go, what the, like, what the hell is going on? Yeah. What, yeah. what timeline and, is this? And, and is I this? feel like what we're going to start stuff, seeing right? characters and I, and I do feel like them doing the whole thing with, uh, again, bringing in Crisis Core is there's a lot of big characters from Crisis Core that like, you know, people love. There's Angeal, right? There's Genesis, right? Those are just the two big ones, right? There's Cisne. What the hell? Like, what happens to Cisne? The like, there, there's so many things that, like, they, they, I just feel like the remake will, will do stuff like that. Cisne, best character from Final Fantasy, Crisis Core, aside from like, Zach. Just they, saying, they, slow, they teased, they teased Genesis in the beginning of that of the Rebirth trailer with the white feather. Was it Genesis? Yeah, they did. Yeah. Yes, they, yeah. yeah. I, think they, I did see that. Yeah. yeah. So like, yep. that's what I'm saying. Mm -hmm. Like, I, I, that's my biggest thing with this. I think everything you guys said is pretty much the same thing here. Uh, but my biggest thing is I, I do want to see them do more of those types of like crazy interactions where we're like. When, when did when did Cloud ever talk to like you know like Genesis or Angel? Because Genesis, as we know, was like still kind of alive at the end of like uh, what was it? Um, I'm going blank. Was it Dirge of Cerberus or something like that? I don't know. One of the games, or whatever. Like there were certain characters that were still alive, and I'm just kind of curious, regardless of that. But curious how they tie it in because I do feel like they will do stuff like that. And there's also the movie, right? There's Advent Children. There's Kadaj and all these other characters. Like there's so many characters that I feel like they can have fun and be like, okay, when this when the split off happens and we go into this direction, you're gonna see Zach. Maybe we'll see Zach fight like Kadaj and all these Advent Children people. Maybe those will be his enemies. Like I'm so curious because they're like those guys, they tie in, right? Um, to like Sephiroth and everything. And I'm just, I don't know. That's my biggest thing is I just wanna see where they take the story and how they change it. And I do think they might do, going back to the DLC thing, I, I can see them doing DLC for even stuff just like that to kind of just have fun with the other characters that they haven't done. Um, but aside from that, just one more thing that I'll add on to that that I want to see for this game is that I'm curious, do you guys think, and what I want to see is uh, some type of, uh, do you think we'll see some type of open zone? I don't know if it'll be open world, but like an open zone kind of like, there's. do you think they'll have a way to kind of uh, transition into each of the different locations, right? Before we get to the Golden Saucer or Mount Corel or all these other iconic locations, like, do you think we'll get some type of like open world uh, area to it? 
I wanted, I wanted to. Be I, I wanted world. to be so really bad, do. so bad. I wanted to be like one big ass open world. Like, come on, who doesn't want to ride the airship, be, dude? Who doesn't want to ride the airship? Like, I'm hoping they just have fun with it. But maybe that's too much for such a big game. Because let's be real, like we were saying here, this game could end maybe at the air thing. Maybe this game ends when they're up on top of like the crater, and it's getting to like that, like that timeline of the game or whatever. Like, who knows where this will end? And so there's so much like. Damn, there's so much to this game. Now I'm thinking about it. Like, there was even the big mech things. I kind of forgot their names. Like, Diamond, Sapphire, or something like that. Emerald. The, I forget their names. Oh, the Ruby weapon? Yeah, the weapon stuff. stuff like, like yeah, there's, the there's so much. I'm oh, oh, sorry. Getting off tangent here. But yeah. I would I would love to see <laughs> that. Okay. That's probably my biggest thing to add is I would love to see, like, an open world thing. Because I want them to have fun with, like, finding stuff like that and finding the enemies like that. Because, like, the combat, the Shinra combat simulation thing was pretty cool. Like, and then I start thinking about stuff like how they did Weiss. Like, would, is Weiss just gonna be like just that combat simulation thing or was that a tie-in for him to have more too like oh man there's so much so much to think about and theorize with this game i feel like yeah well you got a year and a half to do it yeah, so time. Um, it, that's also like really quick uh, too is anybody else shocked well i think we kind of talked about that a little bit but yeah like i think once... yeah I, I i still winter leaves it up for a, a decent time gap right it could be december 2023 it could be february 2024 right so there, there's a decent gap in there and square is no stranger to delaying games so you know wouldn't, wouldn't surprise me if they do um yeah yeah i i i'm really surprised because when kingdom Hearts 4 got announced i was just like oh so kingdom Hearts 4 is coming before that's what i thought remake part two remake part two yeah. and then yeah but then they did this to us so I'm like <laughs> i mean i'm not complaining yeah Thanks. i mean it's just hard to say i mean i th i think the big thing when it comes to King between kingdom hearts 4 and this uh before we move on is just simply what is tokyo game show going to show us right well tokyo game show not not i, I don't think tokyo game show is going to show us much more in terms of final fantasy uh rebirth or anything like that probably show a little more crisis core um, but if they don't show Final Fantasy 4 or Final Fantasy 4, uh, Kingdom Hearts 4, then that game, like most of predicted, is probably still a decent ways off, regardless of how they said, oh, we don't want it to take as long as three. It's like, yeah, it's still a ways yeah, off. Yeah, I think in that Nomura so, interview, which I'm sure we're going to get into, I, uh, I, I think he said, like, don't expect much Kingdom Hearts 4 talk, I think, for some time, for quite a while, I think. Yeah, yeah I don't, it's, don't it's, it's going to be some time. Yeah. I think I think you're I, I like I get the wait for Kingdom Hearts 3 was long and stuff like that but there was a lot of behind the scenes stuff and like mm -hmm. I think I think it's unfair to compare like and if you look back at the history of like the development of past Kingdom Hearts games like you know before Kingdom Hearts 3 the longest wait was a little over three years for a Kingdom Hearts game and now they got Unreal Engine down and like I think I think Kingdom Hearts 4 is going to come sooner than people think. I still think it's going to be probably, you know, like, like holiday 2024 at the earliest, but I think that it's going to uh, be a lot sooner than people think. I'm, I'm, I'm still going with like 2027, just, just for the memes. <laughs> I waited, memes I, I waited seven years for Red Dead 2. Okay. Like we can, it's okay. How if you have to wait a little bit for your games, it's okay. Exactly. All right. Uh, moving on. So <clears throat> we'll actually, we're actually going <clears throat> to change up the order just a little bit here. But real quickly, we had the Xbox showcase and everything happen over the last few days. What are your guys' thoughts on that? Lots of big announcements that happened there. Uh, I'm a, so this is, I mean, this is something that I think goes more. It's not just Xbox, but it it, it kind of came from Xbox as well, or like there, there, it was mentioned with a specific game at uh, Xbox, which was Redfall. 
and Redfall, like, when I saw Redfall, I was just like, oh, so this is just, like, kind of like Left 4 Dead with vampires, right? Like, this is, like, with powers and, and things, and things like that, but then people, you know, and, and then, uh, when the Sonic Frontiers, like, uh, stuff came out from IGN and previews came out, like, the director was just like, oh, like, people don't understand what this game is and i'm just like well why aren't you showing us what this game is then like why aren't you showing us like what you mean by that mm -hmm. and you know we also heard from arcane like redfall isn't just left for dead 2 and we're like oh you know another left for dead clone i'm like you didn't prove that with the gameplay you showed me like you know <laughs> what i mean and so for me like i love arcane like i love dishonored um, and, and I love what they do, but you know, you didn't show me anything that like that really surprised me or got me super excited for, for Redfall. Like I'm going to play it. Sure. But just after being like super excited for back for blood and seeing that game, just like kind of come, come and go when that came out, I'm starting to get the same, like, I'm starting to actually get those vibes with Redfall. Like, I think that people are going to play it in a week and it's not going to be talked about again and that's unfortunate but yeah. that's just like the reality based off of what they've shown me um and yeah so that's that's how i feel about redfall um i'm ex it was impressive seeing like all the stuff that xbox has planned for the next 12 months which i think was really smart of them like they're just like hey everything you're gonna see today it's just the next 12 months out like outside of the kojima announcement which is a whole other thing we can talk about um and there's plenty of things i'm i'm personally super excited for um uh, a plague tale requiem is definitely mm. on the list for for me like uh if you haven't played a plague tale innocence oh, so good so good very very good game for like 80 the first 80 percent of that game is so good um and so I'm very excited to see what Requiem has in store. I'm super happy that's day one game pass, so I don't have to pay anything for it. Uh, you know, Persona, like, I'm a huge Persona fan. Uh, having all those on consoles, like, granted, you know, we don't know about Switch yet, but even so, like, Xbox and on Game Pass, as well as, uh, you know, PlayStation 5, PlayStation 4, is very exciting and that 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 we're finally getting those games somewhere that isn't the PlayStation Vita. <laughs> um, I love my Vita, but you know, uh, it, it need, it needed to move on. So, um, those are like some of the things that I really got out of, uh, the Xbox showcase. Yeah. I, um, you listed off probably the better of things, you know, like Plague Tale. I've always been interested in Plague Tale. Like that is something I've, I've been really meaning to pick up that. And like at the, um, I can't remember that. I'm going to skip another series I was going to talk about that I've been excited for. But but one that I, I saw that I was just... And we talked about before the start of the podcast. But I, um, I'm i a big Bethesda fan. And oh, I... We're jumping into the fire already. I, I'm going right, to. I'm, I'm going to. Because go. I was like immensely disappointed watching Starfield. Like, I, I understand there's going to be little things that they didn't show us. But like the thing that you just said, right? Where, where a director might be able to say, you know, oh, you don't understand the game we're showing. Well, I'm like, well, I didn't get shown what I feel like people think the game is going to be like. Because what I saw was a kind of tuned up, modded version of like No Man's Sky. And, you know... Oh boy, the comments. I, I <laughs> Dude, and I, I have to agree with it. I have to agree with it. Because, I don't know, I'm... 
there's nothing in my brain that screams, oh, I can't wait to explore this because I hear a thousand planets and in people's heads, they think, oh my God, a thousand planets. There must be so much content in my head. I think they didn't do anything to fill those thousands of planets with thousands of hours of, of dialogue and story and content and exploration. I guarantee most of that's going to be procedurally generated. And, and the I'm pretty whole, sure it is. It was confirmed already. Yeah, and, and that just leaves up for enough. That's there's nothing. There's nothing at that point. I mean, it just felt like Bethesda already in recent memory could not fill a standalone map with enough life and dialogue and content. Look at Fallout 4. I loved Fallout 4. I played a lot. But compared to their previous, you know, titles like Oblivion and Skyrim, Morrowind, you know, Fallout 3, it felt dead. It felt like hollow. And don't even get me started on Fallout 76. That is just full blown. <laughs> just drop the ball. Dead, boring game. Gameplay's fun, but but you don't play a Bethesda game for its gameplay. Like I I never have. I I played it for the immersion, for like the experience. And I just I don't know. I watched Starfield. And I was like, your engine looks dated, and I know it's a new engine, and it already looks dated and old, and. And your is it, game is it really a new engine? Though? I, heard, I thought it was I more heard, of an updated creation engine. I though. heard That's it was I, a new one for this game, but I would love uh, someone to uh, fact check me on it. that. That's what they, I would they, love they, someone they, to they fact check. Like me. they've done like side by side comparisons, but like it, it, like you said, it's not like you know, like that. Like the worst comparison I saw was I think Starfield and like Horizon Forbidden West, and I was like, don't do that. Don't do that. That's like, not fair. That's, that's not, not fair. fair. Don't do that. That's not fair. Horizon, yeah. <laughs> that that team is is stupendous, and and I don't. I never fault Bethesda for the look of their games. You know, I love their yeah. artistic choice. I think their games look beautiful. I think where my fault lies in is is where's the RPG aspect? You know, like well, I, you yeah. know, what are my choices for for character dialogue? Where's my choices for leveling up? Where's my choices for making my character? You know, like the king of space. I don't know. Like that sounds a little, you know, childish to say, but you know what I mean. Like that real in-depthness that you get from a, a, a like a, a Bethesda RPG just felt so lacking, and yeah. and that's kind of killed it for me. Yeah, I I agree to a certain extent. Like I, I I liked what I saw, but it wasn't what I wanted to see. If that makes sense. Like I, I agree with you. Like I wanted to see. Give me all the RPG stuff like give me the stats give me like the leveling up give me like basically whatever the equivalent of the pit boy is like yes. show me what that looks like because i just want to know what yeah. i'm getting into because like you know like for for like the outer worlds right like i liked that i, I really enjoyed my time with that game mm -hmm. but it wasn't as rpg heavy as i wanted it to be it's not. and i know i can get that in a bethesda rpg so and then that's what i wanted to see but on the you know as well on the other hand like i'm i wanted to see the i wanted to see combat i was like hey what does combat look like in this game what are the weapon what are the weapons going to be mm -hmm. like you know what is, what is the world the aesthetic and, and it seems like it's kind of like early space travel like it's kind of like the earlier yeah. like aspects it's not like super futuristic for space and with the planets like i get the the you know upsetness of the planets being procedurally generated or at least some of them will be or most of them will be but like you know when i think about my favorite sci-fi game mass effect 2 a lot of those planets are like they're not procedurally generated but there's like a small like just a small section on a planet that you'll land on and it'll like last like 10 minutes 
and I still like enjoyed doing that like right like it's not it, it it's it makes sense that there's going to be plants that you go to that aren't developed yet mm -hmm. and then there's going to be ones that are well developed um so I definitely but I definitely understand where you're coming from I think that there's definitely more that we need to see um and I like I totally understand and respect like that what you wanted to see wasn't there right uh because i because to a certain extent it was for me but i'm glad that we just we saw stuff um and when it comes to the visuals i don't expect visuals like that in from bethesda games right. so it looked good to me for a bethesda game i was like oh this looks like an upgrade from fallout 4 um mm -hmm. so it does yeah i'm excited for starfield i love sci-fi i love rpgs so um, but I, I, I definitely get where you're coming from. I, I, and I just hope that, you know, we get to, we get to see more of that soon. Hopefully at the game awards, that seems like the next place that makes sense where we'll see something. Yeah. I just, they need to, they need to fix that frame rate though. Cause oof. I, right. I wonder how early that of a build that was that we saw. I, like, I, th yeah. I'm giving the benefit of the doubt that they are going to change my mind. Like, I really think they are because I think they were just trying to get something out there to kind of be like, we have a game. Like, trust us. Like, we have something here. We're not just delaying yeah. it for no reason. But, but doesn't um, that, but doesn't that kind of also be, be isn't that a little worrisome? Yeah. Though? Not, not in the terms of they can't obviously improve things and everything like that. But the fact that they had a plan for this to be out in the yep. what, fall November it's time, November. and thank yeah. God they delayed it. Like, could you imagine if they didn't delay this? It's cyberpunk like, all over again. It'd be it cyberpunk is. It would literally again. be cyberpunk. All, I mean, you've seen the interviews and the you know the comments and everything from either ex developers or people that are currently there. Like, they're like, oh God, the the term you know the next cyberpunk is being thrown around. So it's just like, I hate that. All idea. right, guys, I use this time use this time properly there's definitely things they could do to like change my mind on it because what, what again like what i love from bethesda game is immersion and like what i want from this game yeah is i want those little because they i saw they implemented the building they and you know that makes sense right you're maybe you're stalling starting colonies on planets but like is there going to be a purpose to that besides you know making settlements and getting achievements like is that am i going to be able to make like i'm just you know doing like fan theorizing of what i would love is like how interconnected can i make my worlds this you know the characters that i meet maybe the the, the companions that i get to have and and like do i get to make a world in that place and i'm not you know just like how immersed am i going to be in this space odyssey that they're bringing to me and that's just what i really hope that the the next you know year of of updates and announcements that they showcase is really being like hey here's how this world is alive for you to do what you want to do rather than an empty space world because that's what no man's sky falls flat on it's dead it's it's it i love it it's fun i love fall new man's sky and i think it's made it such a huge like comeback from what where it started but at the same time it's like i want to feel like i'm not alone in this universe and i want to feel like there's some life to it. it if it'll make you feel better just through my experience in the industry and previewing games stuff like that i would assume that build is probably th at least three months old okay from 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 when it was shown um so it hopefully that so you know, know, march, i have no idea if that's true <laughs> i have no idea yeah. if that's true but just through my experience like right. in like you know seeing like like when avengers like showed off like gameplay for the first time right and then i played the same build that they showed at e3 like four months later you know what i mean like and it was actually like i could actually play it finally like mm -hmm. you know that's 
Tokyo the, the, Tokyo Game Show was the exact same way because I went there in person back in 19 before all the you know pandemic stuff happened and everything. Yeah. And I remember seeing trailers for particular games at E3 and Gamescom. And then when I was at the on the floor in Tokyo Game Show, I was like, oh, I get to try this game out. Let's see like if there's anything new added or anything. It was the exact same thing that they had shown off beforehand. So, um, oh, someone's having fun. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the spray bottle. I knew that. I knew. <laughs> oh, to the cat all the time. I well, it's funny because like I, I, I don't think what they showed was necessarily bad. Like I, I, I like it. Like I don't think the comparison to Snowman Sky is a bad thing. What it worries me is that it's gonna be as boring as No Man's Sky. That's what I'm scared of because I right. want this game to be great. I do. Like I, man, I got the PC to play this thing at max settings. I want this to be gorgeous and beautiful and fun. I'm gonna get on a Game Pass day one, of course. Um, and I, I just want it to be as good because I think Bethesda One needs it, and I trust mm -hmm. Bethesda. I do. They've made mistakes. You know, I thought 76 is a big mistake, but I love Fallout 4, love Fallout 3, love Skyrim, the, all their past games. I'm excited for Elder Scrolls 6 when that comes out in 25 years. Uh, like, I just, Oof. I don't know. I, I'm, I'm not mad or upset at them. I'm just disappointed in what I saw, and they can totally change Oh, but that's worse, though. That's worse, I though, know, right? but I know, but yeah, <laughs> I'm but... Disappointed. Pointed you. You, you know what's crazy? They already said they were delaying it. You so. know what's crazy that they hmm. just recently announced, like, uh, what's it called? Um, Elder Scrolls 6, right, was the next big game after this that they were going to work on. And then uh, after that, they said they had to actually announce, I think, Fallout 5. And I kept thinking, like, I was like, man, when are we going to get these next games? I was like, yo, I'll probably be like 40 playing Fallout 5, dude. That's insane to yes. think. Actually, I don't, I don't know why he announced. Why did he announce that so early? Yeah. You're not even done with. You're not even. I know they haven't even got this one pushed out yet. With Elder Scrolls, like stop announcing all this stuff. Like just focus on your game for once. Well, I, I also just wonder how many teams they have, especially with you no know, Microsoft backing now too. I, mm -hmm. I don't know. I mean, I mean, yeah, we but, got. But Microsoft is kind of hands off though, so I mean, we'll have right. to. I don't know. Oh, the, we'll have to see about that. Like two teams. I think Bethesda has two teams. They, they have two teams. Okay. I think so. I think so. Honestly, well, they, they 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 still act like they're some kind of small, you know, indie company. Sometimes I'm like, you guys really aren't. Like, <laughs> they're not. They I mean, they're a huge publisher. They got out yeah, by exactly. an even bigger publisher. Like that's that's just they're definitely not small. I'm a, I'm excited know. to see what maybe they could do with uh, Obsidian if they you know let those yeah. teams work together again. I mean, dude, no about when I no when I when I look sad. at everything that was announced. Yeah, when I when I looked Out at everything that was announced, though, like I enjoyed things like you know Shovel Knight and everything, yep. and all the other, and some of the other announcements that they have. I love that Persona is going to Xbox and everything like that. Um, I think the thing that would make me turn my eyes again towards Starfield, because um, th there are definitely I was not the biggest fan of uh, you know especially well especially Fallout seventy six, but um, Fallout four was just personally okay to me. It wasn't a bad game by any means. It's just okay to me personally compared to like Skyrim and everything. But um, I think the thing that would make me want to really try out uh, Star Starfield like the moment it comes out and everything is just kind of the touch-ups and everything. And again, I get it. It's an old build. That's a common practice to not show off your quote-unquote most current build at yep. these kind of events and everything like that. But it still looks really rough in terms of frame rate. I mean, those animations on the faces and everything like that, like that was, that just felt really rough to me. Um, and I don't know if that's just the limitations of the creation engine and I get them wanting to stick with their engine and everything, but sometimes yeah, I gotta move past it in my yeah. opinion. And I, and I don't think they're obviously going to do a huge engine change or anything like that before the game happens. That's unrealistic to think or anything like that, no. but I really think they need to 
really touched some stuff up in my personal opinion and, and especially like even even the gunplay the gunplay looks just stale stiff. it looks stale it looked yeah. amazing it look, it what look, are you talking it about it looked like Lethal, I don't know what you're talking about, man. Five minutes, five minute time out wow. in the corner. Dude, little, he shot, dude, he shot the jetpack. He shot the jetpack and it blew up. And it, like, come on, you weren't excited when you saw that. Oh my gosh, dude, yeah, he was he was flying. He was even flying the jetpack and shooting at the same time, dude. This is sick. Hey, oh that God, where have we cool, seen that okay? before? Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, I I, I want to shift it real quick. Star Wars bounty hunter. I want to shift it. Yeah, go ahead. Kojima. Yeah. Kojima was at the uh, Xbox and Bethesda showcase. Yeah, that we need to talk about that. Uh, it's a cloud project. Anybody have an idea what this could possibly be? Any, any any inkling? Or is the cloud project? Is that just like a not nah, what we're thinking? Like this isn't going to be some game connected to cloud. Is this in fact? I don't is think. this the fact that quote unquote horror game that like people were talking about and apparently like uh, there was I think there was articles talking about uh, there was footage that people were seeing or somebody saw footage of of this so called horror game. Do do we think that could be this game? I don't know. Any takes? I don't takers. know. I mean, when, when I when I think cloud, I don't know. I I don't have the best. Uh, like, well, I had an, I have an okay experience with it. I don't have the best opinion when it comes to cloud stuff like that. So when he said this is a cloud based thing that's being worked on, I was like, well, oh, he also talked about okay. it being something Xbox's like no cloud. Though is really good though. Is it? It, it is. There are X Cloud. some good experiences with it, but I'm I'm thinking just in more. I guess a little bit more general because oh i agree with you i agree with not you. not everyone can have that same experience with the cloud i mean not everyone has the internet to be able to take it to its full advantage That's... right not everyone lives in a city not everyone has top level giganet you know ethernet uh internet connection and everything like that right so when you when you see that this is all cloud-based or how you know again i know there's very little information there's obviously this is probably years yeah, down the road and everything. We don't know how big the cloud stuff is going to go into play, right? Because like with Death Stranding, right? There, there was like online elements to Death Stranding. It right. didn't, but it didn't like take away if you didn't have that, those experiences, right? Right. Like, right. It no. Just, it, it, yeah. It just like enhanced it, but like, so for me, it's like, okay, cool. You're using the cloud. Like, what does that mean? And so for me, right. Oh, go 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 ahead. Go ahead. I was just going to simply say, we just don't know how much of this is all cloud, right? Because like oh, you sure. said, when you, when you look at Death, you know, Death Stranding and everything, like that that had cloud elements in it. There's there's no denying that, obviously, and it worked out just fine. But it wasn't 100%. And I don't like think that. that's going to be the case with Kojima. Right? I think that was just like some, uh, I I mean, listen, I don't know what Kojima. I think, I, I, I think it was, I think it was, I just think it was poor wording to use that, right? Because, you know, I, th I think all of us here we can assume that it's not or at least at least we hope it's not going to be 100 cloud and there's going to yeah. be some kind of like localized thing there Hopefully, but you yeah. know you know whether it's you know clickbait articles or anything or videos or whatever the case is right some people are going to be like what the f why are we going full cloud all of a sudden now like your your yeah. thing can't handle it you know it can't be handled on the xbox or something like that like what's going on here so yeah and i think uh, yeah, I, I think uh, the only reason he really mentioned the cloud is just because Xbox has gotten, has been talking about the cloud more than really any other platform and like nonstop essentially. You yeah. know, yeah, exactly. So it just makes sense about that kind of partnership. Um, but yeah, for me, that was 
uh, personally, as someone like I've played Kojima games, like I I still haven't finished it, but I adore Death Stranding. Like from what I, oh, like dude, all I played it's of really it, really good. Um, and I've played uh the first two Metal Gear Solid games, uh mm. you know, and so I I enjoy Kojima, but for me, like that was like okay, show me like oh I'm waiting for the game now. Like I don't I don't this did nothing for me. It's just like okay cool we're solidifying this thing that went like that kind of was a rumor like heavily rumored a year ago then kind of just went away and and now it's back like and it's con confirmed cool like i just want to see the game now or like give us more than what you just told us because it didn't really do anything for me there's also people thinking that right. it's coming out within the next 12 months and i'm like i don't know i don't think that i don't think that's gonna happen <laughs> yeah, right I don't, I don't think that's what uh oh. i don't think that was every game that was being shown but uh yeah, probably not on that one. So, no. yeah, if that game was coming out in twelve months. We would have seen game. Yeah, or we would have exactly. seen something. We would have gotten a, a title. Like, come on now. Yeah. Plus, plus, we we know like Kojima. He he he's gonna stick to his schedule, right? He will he will put his foot down and be like, no, this is either you know this is this is happening or this is getting delayed or this is one of you know that kind of stuff, right? Like he will. He'll put his foot down. Uh, did anybody get excited oh. for High on Life? The the game that has the uh, Rick and Morty, I think, voice actor creator guy. It looks good. The one with the guns. I'm, I'm definitely guns. excited to try it out. Um, I just I want to see a little bit more. I think personally, uh, but I'm I'm definitely excited for it. Yeah, I seem pretty. Exciting. Not my thing. Like I, I enjoy Rick and Morty. Um, I don't like I, I don't adore it, but I I, I enjoy it and. Um, uh, yeah, it just didn't really like vibe with me when I saw it. So, yeah, fair enough, man. The Riot Games was pretty big, getting all those unlocked. Uh, yeah, that was that was that huge. was really big. That was I was shocked. A lot of a lot of, of my friends like were like that play like uh, like all those like Valorant and all those games or whatever. They got like really excited. So that's pretty cool. Yeah, um, and also the Overwatch two going free mm -hmm. to play. Yeah, that's, that's pretty that's, big. That was uh, huge. I'm very as someone who like. Uh, at least a few years ago, was super into Overwatch. Like, I still love Overwatch. I just kind of like, you know, with everything that happened in Activision, I'm like, okay, I'm going to step away from this game for a bit. Um, I'm very curious about some things, like how the skins from, like, the first game that you weren't able to unlock, like, you didn't didn't end up unlocking, like, how can you get those into Overwatch 2? Like, do, do you have to go back and play the original Overwatch just to unlock those skins that you want? Just so they transfer over, I don't, I don't really jive with that. Um, so yeah, there are some things still that are up in the air for me with Overwatch Two, but in general, I, uh, I'm very excited for Overwatch Two. I think, I think we just saw an article in the last 24 hours that said that <clears throat> they're not doing the loot boxes, to my nope. knowledge, Thank and God. they're doing wow. a battle pass slash shop, if I remember correctly. Um, but in terms of how things could potentially transfer over, if I had to take a guess, I'm going to say stuff doesn't transfer over. Well, I know that the, skin, the, like, I, the skins that you all, that you have unlocked will transfer over. But it's just like, because there's no loot boxes anymore, what about the old, What about the skins that you haven't unlocked? Right. In the I don't... there's so many of them. It, there there has... E e either... Either it'll be—I don't think they would do this. At least I hope. Either they'll—they're simply locked and you can't get them if you didn't have a chance to get them by then, or 
they're gonna be in the shop but maybe they won't be as like not obtainable but um desirable i guess because the hope obviously is that their shop would have so much cosmetic stuff essentially at least from their business standpoint right you'd want so many cosmetics so people are buying those and everything like that um i don't know it's i think i don't know what we'll, we'll wait and see yeah, I think boxes about what other things a lot of other stuff was like not nothing like too too crazy a lot of people are looking at it as like game pass fodder for the most part but there was a lot of pretty cool interesting like indie games and stuff like that kind of being shown off some smaller games yeah yeah kickbox got the indie games on lock oh um as dusk falls looks interesting that was shown at a showcase mm -hmm. like a year or two ago that's finally uh coming out this year um and that obsidian game uh oh pentiment i think it was uh pentiment yeah. that looks really that looks really good um apparently that's like a complete like kind of just adventure narrative game like mm -hmm. there's no combat or anything like that um but uh it's uh written i forgot the guy's name but he's known for writing like very well with all the games that he's worked on so that's that's exciting. Silk Song, Silk Song showing up was very unexpected. Mm -hmm. yeah, I, I couldn't, I, I couldn't about believe that one. That. I'm excited about that one. That was such a big like yeah. second game to open up with. That was the last thing I think a lot of people were expecting, including myself. I was shocked. I think everybody's expecting to see that yeah, act direct, like, but that was huge for me. Yeah, because like for me, right, like I, you know, we everyone, well, everyone expected that it would show up again at mm -hmm. at a Nintendo Direct, right? But now it's like, okay, I don't even really care when it shows up now on, like, Nintendo. Like, sure, I think that Nintendo will get the release date announcement I for can see it. That. But at that point, it doesn't matter because I know it's coming to Game Pass. Day one. Yep. You know what I mean? That's a day like, one drop, too. That's big. Yeah. Yeah, day one drop on Game Pass. And, you know, I might, when it gets a physical copy on Switch, sure, I'll buy it on Switch, too. But, like, for my first playthrough, I'm going to play it on, on Xbox because yep. it's on Game Pass. Well, that's the thing, right? Like, I mean, we've known this about Xbox since Xbox Series X was announced and Game Pass itself, right? Like, they don't care where you play the game as long as you simply get to play it, right? So you could put, you could play Game Pass on your Xbox. I could play it on my PC. You know, your Samsung it doesn't really and matter, your Samsung right? TV, don't forget that. Yeah, you can play it on your Samsung TV wherever you want to play it, go. essentially, right? Um, so. I don't know. It'd be interesting to see. I would love to see the numbers in terms of how well it sells on Switch compared to Xbox, you know, um, or how, or maybe, maybe more uh, better number to look at is how many people play it. Because again, with X, with the whole point of Xbox Game Pass is you're not actually really buying the game, right? It's more of as long as you still have the subscription, you have access to the game as much as you want. So um yeah. it'll be interesting it's, to see those numbers though when, when the game eventually does release i mean we're hoping a 2022 release but hard to say yeah we'll see all right um but yeah i think there's there was a ton of stuff announced with xbox like we've obviously just gone over and everything uh definitely i think a lot of i'm gonna say ups and downs i would simply say a lot of ups and then some disappointments i would say based on first impressions whether it was Redfall, whether it was Starfield or any other game in between there. Um, so it will be, be interesting to see what happens with uh, Gamescom coming up. Uh, how, will Xbox actually continue with the Tokyo uh, game show and the uh, Asian market and audience? Uh, or will we not really see anything from there? You know, we'll, it'll 
we'll have to wait and see when it comes to that kind of stuff um one last uh, thing I wanted to mention uh, if we're moving on from the Xbox stuff is um, if you didn't uh, know, there was a Xbox like showcase extended thing that happened a few days after and they showed yeah, like, it was like a know, bunch of oh, interviews. Yeah, a bunch of interviews and stuff. But at the end, they show, there was like this really great and really important profile piece on the Stalker 2 team because they're from a Ukrainian, they're a Ukrainian studio and they basically showed you know it it there's some disturbing stuff in there about like the russian invasion in kiev and like how they had to like basically drop everything and like shelter themselves and how they're working in like a laundry room oh, to like wow. work on their game their game and like some some of the member like some of the development team literally like are now fighting like they literally like picked up arms and and now are fighting against you know russia and like the it, it, it's really important i think uh to just like it because it's easily missable like not everyone tuned, tuned into that extended showcase highly recommend you give it a watch i'm sure you can find it on youtube um about the stalker 2 team and uh hope the best for them uh regarding this terrible situation yeah definitely all right, uh, last thing that we can talk about real quick before we head off, because uh, we've already been going over for quite a long time here, is going back now into not necessarily the Final Fantasy announcements or anything like that, but during the whole Square Enix live show and everything, we actually saw a little bit of extra information from Nomura himself when it came to Kingdom Hearts 4. And uh, Lethal, I asked you earlier to just pull up a couple of the big uh, answers that he had given in terms of some topics and everything real quick. Uh, what's the first one that you personally think was kind of like stood out the most or kind of was like, what, what, like, why, why are you saying we'll, that? We'll, we'll go real quick. Don't worry. We'll go real quick. I have yeah. one. Uh, there was a question that was asked, did you expect characters from games like Birth by Sleep and Kingdom Hearts 358 by two days to become so popular? And do you feel like their stories are complete or can we expect more of these characters to pop up in Kingdom Hearts 4? I thought it was crazy that he said, I really didn't think the characters from these two titles would become this popular. We can stop right there. Uh, Roxas. Axo Shion, the the freaking Twilight Trio, that's crazy. That is craziness to me, as they're some of my favorite characters. And so I think that's pretty interesting that he comes kind of surprised that the focus wasn't just so much on just Sora and Riku. When I ended up loving like all those characters, but I just thought that was an interesting piece. Um, Kim, I would love to kind of toss it over to you. Does that kind of shock you to think that he might have been just a little bit kind of surprised to see so much? Uh, you know, so much people loving, you know, uh, I talked about the Twilight Trio. There's the Birth by Sleep Trio, right? Ventus, uh, Aqua, Terra. Like, that's crazy to me. I love all of them yeah. so freaking much. Um, I don't know. Just curious, Cam, your thoughts real quick. Yeah, I mean, like, it, it, it it's crazy. <laughs> it's so crazy like, to the, me. The Seesaw Trio and the Wayfinder Trio, like, they... I mean, they're arguably, like, a more well-balanced ba trio than than Sora, Riku, and Kairi, mm -hmm. if you ask me, because, like, you know, Kairi has continuously been done dirty throughout the series. Um, but, like, I, yeah, I think, um... I think the thing with, with each of them, though, is their stories are kind of... I, I do feel like their stories are kind of over, right? Like, I do think that if, like, either of those trios of characters, like, come back into play... I don't really know what their purpose is going to be while I can like there's still things with Sora, Riku and Kairi that are still present and and feel like that they still have stuff going on. Like I know that like 
you know, Kyrie's like, oh, I'm gonna train with Master Aqua. I'm like, that's cool. Like, that's mm. a, that's something to like get to keep them like relevant. But like, yeah, I'm not I'm not entirely sur- like surprised. Uh, like, it's like it is surprising, but it's not at the same time. Like, if I if I think about what Namora probably was mindset was like, hell yeah, these characters are for like this part of the story, and then like that's really mm. it. You know, and that, so with that mindset, I can get why he was kind of surprised. He even said he was he brought back like Roxas, Naminé, and Shion only because he thought the fans wanted it, which they did. Yes, we did. You know, we did. But like, could you imagine at the end of Kingdom Hearts I, three I, if they didn't dude, come back? Kingdom Hearts three was such that that was like the biggest buildup ever, and you just wanted to see all of these like connections come in and just make that big moment that they had. So it's crazy to me to think that I did remember reading that interview where he was like, he wasn't sure if he was going to bring them back. And I was like, are you kidding me? Like that was, there was so much left that I had questions for. Well, I mean, Kingdom Hearts 3's script, according to him, was like, that thing was rewritten time and time again. And I, I understand yeah. the the hype around Kingdom Hearts 3 originally was announced and everything. And it's pretty much impossible to meet everyone's expectations. But I think unfortunately yeah. due to whether it was complete you know really rewriting it a bunch and everything or maybe his original vision was so far gone compared to what he originally wanted and everything unfortunately kind of ended up dropping the ball in terms of story-wise whether it was because of disney's meddling with the disney worlds or setting up a lot of this next arc that they're doing without trying to finish the current one that you're in and everything like that like yeah yeah yeah. no that is definitely part both of those things are are true um you know for different reasons for sure Uh, i i agree with that um but i do think yeah i do hope that moving forward like while i'm glad like he did decide to make those decisions i hope that he doesn't like just listen to whatever the fan base wants and like just goes with what they want moving forward like do i hope i hope he focuses your thing yeah i i i kind of i kind of hope that he will focus on particular characters more and really give Mm -hmm. them what we wanted or what you know what he thinks you know is is important for them and everything like that and i and i honestly do agree like i get there are fans for those two other trios but at the same time they've they've kind of come full circle at this point especially the ice cream trio right like they they had their moments with you know 358 over two uh parts of kingdom Hearts 2 and then even a little bit in dream drop justice and then in final of Final Fantasy in kingdom hearts 3 so you know use them you know if you want to as kind of side things or maybe to help uh develop Kyrie a little bit more or Riku or anything like that potentially but I personally feel like they've they, they've been done justice and they've gotten their spotlight essentially i know i'm sure people are gonna be like no i want the game solely focused around them or anything like that what's i don't think would ever happen or anything yeah but um like don't expect oh, yeah like don't expect a game starring the, yeah. any of those characters like moving forward. i just i feel i don't i don't know if it's just me you guys can let me know your thoughts on this um but i feel like aside from uh birth not birth by sleep uh dream drop distance I feel like Riku has been kind of done dirty to make more room for all these other side characters and everything. Because, like, again, I know this is due to multiple script rewrites and whatever happened over the infinite amount of days and months that were, you know, done during that time and everything. But I just feel like Riku got done so dirty. And he's supposed to be one of the main, one of the Mm -hmm. three main characters. 
Uh, and I'm just like, what happens? You're, you're, you're like, you are bringing a tear to my eye because <laughs> holy shit, the amount of times I talk to people. Riku is my favorite video game character of all time. I mm -hmm. like Riku. I I have a lot of per, like growing up. Uh, you know, his character spoke to me a lot. Um, and so for me, like you know. In Dream Drop Distance, I'm like, this should just have been a Riku game. This, this is originally, this is uh, originally was supposed to. It was supposed uh, to. Yeah, this is Riku's story. This is Riku's like the finale of his redemption, and like, and then you know, Kingdom Hearts three, like, yo, he is a Keyblade master. Sora is not a Keyblade master. Dude but, gets thrown around but, like but he nothing his, in the game. Yeah, yeah, he, does. he doesn't get his time to shine, and it's mm, man. And like now he's going to Quadratum to look for Sora. I'm like, bro, like y'all need to, to do be him it. right. Y'all need to do him right. Cause like, oh God. Yeah. I I find, I it, I find it extremely weird that in the uh what was it, Remind the, the DLC that came out um with yeah. Kingdom Hearts mm -hmm. 3, where it was like, uh not Aqua, uh but Terra. Dude, Terra. Yeah. Terra's training him. I'm like why is Terra training you? You're a Keyblade Master already. Terra, like, <laughs> dude got taken over by darkness for like 10 years. Like, what is he, what is he, what can he show training you? Training him? What are you training? What are you there, there was, there was a cutscene, like, cause it was, it was the year yeah, after Sora like, disappeared and everything like that. He, he, he's like, you've come, like Terra said, like, you've come a long way or like, there's nothing more I, don't I can think teach he was you or something. I don't think he was training him. Well, he, he think, said there's nothing more I can teach you. So I'm like, wait, you're training? I don't think what? that's what he said. I don't, I'm going to have to look gonna, back on that one. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to look back at it now. I think but, it was something, but, but, I, I it was like, something like that. I, I no, because he went, he went to over there to like, I'm pretty sure he went over there to see like, to tell the, tell him like, oh, I think he was visiting them for some reason. I don't fucking know. And then Aquaterra and Ben went probably to try and look for Sora. Uh, like mm. everyone else is um yeah i don't think he was training him i definitely don't think he was training him because Terra wasn't even a keyblade master exactly right yeah it was just it was just aqua but like no yeah riku was done dirty for like they got rid of the coolest keyblade in all of kingdom hearts like i want oh, i you still didn't like the generic gray key i st i still <laughs> want his keyblade tattooed oh. on my arm i like i want to get uh that as a tattoo and then, yeah, they gave him the generic Keyblade. They gave him the generic, like, an you know, anime character. Like, when people say he looked like Noctis, I'm like, man, I hate that I have to agree with you on this, but he does. Like, in Kingdom Hearts 2, when he had the yellow, the yellow with the blue, it looked so good. The long hair. That was another thing that made me so mad. In, a, in a, like, the previous interview, like, the last Nomura interview, he said that he cut Riku's hair because fans were, like, upset that his hair was long i'm like who who like it's just like that interview and this interview have just made me be like namora who are you getting your feedback from what fans are saying this because i don't know any fans that have been saying this like one of the things that we talked uh that uh i know that jared might bring up yeah god you're, you're gonna get into um, it you're gonna get into it go ahead yeah uh yeah 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 is uh, the reaction commands. Mm -hmm. He said he got rid of the reaction commands in Kingdom Hearts 3 because fans didn't like it in Kingdom Hearts 2. I'm like, what fans? <laughs> I've never heard of that. That is one of never the coolest fucking... That. that is one and of the coolest mechanics. And right? they're bringing it back Yeah, they're four, bringing it back so. and forth, thank God. But like, it was like, that is one of the coolest mechanics I've seen in an action game. What are you talking about? Like, oh my... I was so mad. 
And then, yeah, yeah, that that was just like, you, you need to like, I don't know if you're talking to Japanese only fans. I don't know where you're going. If you're listening to more, if you're listening to this podcast, <laughs> like for the love of God, like find, find different sources, like, like talk to me, buddy. I'll tell you all the things that you need to know. Cause like no one I know has ever said any of that. Uh, but yeah, uh, reaction commands are coming back. Thank God, because that was definitely a issue in Kingdom Hearts three. And they brought it back in Remind, and it was cool as shit. Dude, that it was the, cool as the shit. whole final I, like finale segment was like some of the best, just the best use I, sometimes of like the reaction command. I I absolutely love that movie, I, that I moment should, with all of them I together. Should, I should say ahead of time, like I don't know if like we're allowed to swear on this. I'm so sorry if I've been like swearing like a horse <laughs> uh, or a sailor and like, um, but uh. Yeah, and then, yeah, they brought, and that was one of the things that was cool, what they did with Riku, where, like, it was him and Terra, and the reaction mm-hmm. command was titled Successor. That was cool. Like, I, like, that, that was the payoff I was waiting for, because, you know, Terra is the one who gives, who, like, bequeaths the Keyblade to, to Riku. So calling it Successor, I was like, oh my gosh, what a gr- great moment. Like, Kingdom Hearts 3, you know, eight, eight, uh, like 8.5 out of 10 game in my opinion Oof. but yeah, I give it like, like a 7 or a 6 like, oh yeah. no it's not I think that. I think yeah. base game yeah. without remind maybe like a 7 for me but if you want to add remind to it oh that, it's that not that it bad y'all come dude, on dude Arendelle come on Arendelle come on Arendelle's not even the worst world Arendelle's not even the worst world Arendelle's not even the worst world which one's worse what's worse that was a pretty bad what's worse than Arendelle that was a I uh, yeah. cor- for me, Corona. Uh, I didn't like that one either, but I hate it. I didn't. I, I hate. I, I like, hate Corona. So much Wait, more. Corona. What was? T- what was that tangled. world? Uh, tangled. tangled world. Yeah. Oh, that one. That was, was okay, okay. In my personal no, opinion. No, like here's I'm, the I'm thing. Sorry, I would. The, 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 I would the thing Arendelle, the stupid Olaf. I, I couldn't, thing, dude. Like, I couldn't take I'm you. Sorry. That, okay, that was just, like that was like such a small percentage of that level, though. Hold, here's and the thing. And then going I, up the, the mountain, down the mountain. Here's up the thing. I get it. Up the mountain, down the mountain. Yeah, I get that. But like at least the ice labyrinth, like. At least I'm that doing okay. something that's 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 interesting or different because like Corona, it's like you're literally okay. Sure, you take <laughs> you take Rapunzel to Corona, and then you're just like what? Like the events of the movie are happening, and you're not there. And then it's the final boss time, <laughs> and then fucking Flynn Arendale, is Arendelle is the same for the most part. And then, no, it's same. not the same. And then Flynn is like. And then Flynn is like dying, you know, whatever. And then Sora, Donald, and Goofy are on the fucking <laughs> they do, uh, they, they what do you the call same it? Thing with and I'm they like, what is going the, on here? They do the Frozen song though, and you randomly have Sora and Donald and Goofy just in the back. I thought That's that was they... funny. I at least thought that was oh, funny. I'm like, I but I don't know. I, I don't like. I'm not saying that Arendelle's perfect. Chin. But Chin, I'm saying that, like, your opinion I, here, Chen. What, what what are your thoughts, man? Do you, do you think did, did Chen play Kingdom Hearts three, bro? I did not play that much of the game. I, <laughs> dude, I haven't played. You I had no know. idea what was going no. on. <laughs> you guys, I, dude, I'm enjoying the discourse so much right now because I, I get in debates like that with games that I don't like either. By all means, keep at it. I got no opinion to throw into this. I swear. All right, lethal. What, what's another? What's what's the last thing comment then that, from the interview uh, that you well, think? Well, I was like gonna, I was gonna do the reaction, but I mean, just to close it off, I just thought it was pretty interesting. Uh, the other one was the whole Smash Brothers. Uh, you know, there there yeah, was a big question insane. about oh, that, about how like the weird. whole thing was Sora getting into Smash and like the reaction. How do you feel about it? 
And I thought one of the craziest things was he had mentioned that, uh, you know, people were all like going against Disney saying like, oh, like Disney's not going to allow him to do it. It's Disney's fault, blah, 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 blah. But he like shined this biggest light ever by saying that like Disney was, Disney was all like, it's a great opportunity. Go for it. And he was the one that was being picky about it. And I was like, mind blown. I remember losing it. Bro, My friends were all like, did you, you read say? that? And I was like, wait, what? Cause that, that, like, yeah. and they just never said nothing, and like people just hated Disney for that whole decision for Dude. for the duration of what Smash Ultimate while it was getting the characters announced. Everyone, crazy. Everyone was like me. Everyone was like, oh, if it doesn't happen, it's because Nintendo and Disney <laughs> cannot make a deal. Yeah. Yep. But no, it's fucking Namora. Yeah, it's Namora the whole time. I couldn't believe it. It yeah. was just Namora. I'm like. I'm like, what was, bro, what, what, what was his reasoning again? It, it was terrible. It was like, like I'm scared what's going to happen. It was just how he connects the lore. Like, how he wants to connect it. I'm like, really? The lore that's like, there ain't no like, that's the reason. Any other character. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, the lore doesn't matter with any of the characters. I'm like, bro, what, what do you mean the nobody's lore? story who isn't a part of this game already, their canon don't matter. Somebody explain Metal Gear. Someone explain how Metal Gear ties in to Smash Brothers for Snake because, like, there's no way. How is Final Fantasy? How is, you know, Street Fighter? How is all this stuff tiny? I'm like, what? Um, Smash Brothers. Actually, I will. I want to talk about. I'll tell you how Smash Bros. fits into Metal Gear Solid. It's the Lale Lule Low. All right. This is a simulation battle for Snake. That's all it is. It's just a simulation. It fits in completely. Maybe tomorrow is on something. Here's something that I love to like argue towards Metal Gear Solid fans, and. They like to, they like get furious at, at me about it. Like oh, I, God, I have no. friends, <laughs> I have friends who, I, uh, well, first I'm going to say, I'm going to say what is the, like the way that like the narrative is told in Kingdom Hearts is very similar to Metal Gear Solid. Oh, it is very similar. And I, yeah. like, I met, I, like, I've talked to people who played both series in completion, both series. Like, and they agree with me, but there are some people on the internet that if you tell, if you tell them that are like big, like Metal Gear Solid fans, if you tell them like, yeah, it's just like King, oh, this story's just like Kingdom Hearts. Or like the way that the story's told is like Kingdom Hearts. And they're, 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 they, they are, it's like the most offensive thing you've ever told them. Can, like, I feel it, like I like, know what, why you're saying it and what you're saying. Can you explain what you mean? How it's told the same way? I feel like, like I will completely agree. Cause I think I know what you're saying, but I haven't played enough of Kingdom Hearts to it grabs that it, it's like it's it's like um you know the first game the first game takes place and then and then like oh there's like some see like the sequels kind of take place mm -hmm. and then you get like you get like a new story with like or like you get a prequel and it's like and the story is like like it's not like it's confusing but it's confusing it is kind of like is so confused yes okay you, you, no, that, it's, that it's, is just i thought that's what you meant it really is it, like is, the it is like the longer yeah. the longer it gets the more you have to like put in effort to understand what's going on because it's like in, in the way that it's just like presented to you it's just very similar to kingdom hearts and people like it like i don't want to call i don't want to call specific people out but because <laughs> i've literally i've literally had someone i'm not gonna say who it is i've literally had someone dm me and be like don't talk to me about this again <laughs> like, 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 like do, do not mention it to me again like because I bring it up and they're just like just just stop no, but it, and I'm it just is like, I'm not even trying to like I'm not trying to like rile you up I'm just saying like yo I've played Metal Gear Solid it is like Kingdom Hearts like you you're know, also yeah. you're also not even saying it's bad you're just saying it's confusing no. which it is and but the people, reason but but no the people that get mad about it 
are the people that think Kingdom Hearts is bad. Ah. Or how it's convoluted. Now that makes sense. It's just like, no, dog. It's like, it's both both can be good it's just yeah there are similarities here like to its narrative yeah um and and i'm not even like considering like this was like i would say like not even considering five because like five there's like a lot of behind the scenes stuff but like if you go one to four like it's just it is and, and, that, and that's similar. not even including like, like the side similar. games right there's like peace walker there's like portable ops like, yeah there's a, I mean, there, I would, there's a yes, lot consider too peace walker yeah. peace walker is basically you yeah. know four before four or uh, a lot. Yeah, dude, dude. Uh, so, it's it's insane, and and good luck if you skip a cutscene by accident. You skip you skip one cutscene any of those games, dude. <laughs> you, you, you have to pay attention. You you have to pay attention lost. when you play those. I games. had to. I you went to, to. I actually remember I was playing Metal Gear Solid One, and I pressed pause on like the because I was playing on PS3, so you can like pause it but i didn't realize i didn't actually pause it when i was going to pick up my DoorDash from downstairs and i came back and i was in the middle of a boss fight and i was like what happened i had to like <laughs> i had to close the game and i was like i need to go to youtube watch a playthrough and see what the heck what did i just miss in the last 10 minutes and i was like if Dude, i didn't rewatch like, that i would no idea what was I, going on i remember i remember like in metal gear solid 2 i want to say when you find out that um Otacon, right that's his name yeah Mm -hmm. Do you find yeah. out that he had like a relationship with his mom or something like that? <laughs> and I was just like, just out of nowhere, just out of fucking nowhere. Yep. Like, this is some Kingdom Hearts shit. <laughs> and I was, it's, I was like, what? It's what? out of nowhere, like, bro. It was like one of the first games that... I streamed while I was on when I streamed on Twitch, and I was like, literally like losing my mind on stream. Like, what is it? This is, is this... so random. You know, you know, you know, you know what I think it is. Maybe it's just the Japanese developer mindset or something like that, right? That they, they feel like they got throw the curveball at you every be. like. But because that's another thing that I want. That's another thing I want to say. Like, I'm not gonna like dispute that. Like, Metal Gear Solid for its time was like because I, you know, I, again I played it for the first time like a few years ago and I was like, I get it. I get why people like Love it. say mm -hmm. Kojima is like one of the best. Like, yep. I get it. Yeah. But like Nomura does not get his flowers. Nomura does no. not get the respect he deserves as a it's, as a. Creative. It's because it's a people see it as a kid Disney game because it's Disney. It's because it's, it's completely because the Disney World. That's it. If yeah. it wasn't, oh, it's it's so frustrating. That, and that sucks because they it is like I've played Kingdom Hearts he one two. King, he directed Final Fantasy Seven, Seven remake. Yeah, yeah, it's amazing. He, he, it's all the not, time, like, it's not all even the time that, traveling. Oh god! But his, <laughs> did he direct? Has he directed other games outside of Kingdom Hearts? He, like, uh, versus thirteen technically was his, but yeah, um, yeah, yeah, that, not that thing happened. happened. But yeah. like, but he also, um, but he also like did the character art for the cast of Final Fantasy VII. Like, Cloud looks the way he does because Namora made him. Like, Namora made those yeah. characters, and it's just like doesn't get. Uh, uh, it's no. so frustrating to me. Like, he just doesn't as a, just not even as a director, just as a creator, he just does not get the respect that he deserves. And I think he should be mm -hmm. in the same discussion. I as almost, Kojima. I almost, I almost wonder though if it's if it may be a combination of the side games from Kingdom Hearts that have maybe made people's opinions go down a little bit. Because while Nomura probably gave them bullet points to hit or something like that, maybe that is a particular reason. But a that... lot of people say those things without having actually playing them. I I, yep. I know I I know people will say that and everything right, but that is potentially one reason. Yeah. And I... then on top of how device or how split Kingdom Hearts three was, especially from a story perspective, maybe that 
you know, was enough to just, and, and then also throwing in the things like, you know, Union Cross and everything and the mobile that's, games and all yeah, that stuff. That's not also, yeah, I, I'll say that, too, I think a big difference of them is how digestible both get like genres are right because like you're looking at a long term yeah. like a long form action rpg versus a very linear straightforward like but their stealth tactic are, are like oh oh they're i know oh, no yeah. and i, and I, and so I completely agree with you i and then that's not yeah. my that my point's not the, the narrative my point is the audience that can digest it and get yeah. to actually understand it or not not understand it because they're both confusing but you know what i mean who actually get access to the entirety of it it's easier to digest yeah. Metal Gear Solid because you're just like, I'm going in sneaking, killing people. I'm done with the game. Whereas Kingdom Hearts, you're like, okay, I'm going in for a long action RPG. I got to think about what I'm doing. And, it, you know, some people get turned off by that kind of game. It just, it just yeah. is what it is. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because like, for me, like, I, like I'm not going to, like, make claims without, like, backing it up. Like, you know, cause, like when I played <laughs> Metal Gear Solid, I was like, this is a lot like Kingdom Hearts. And I again, I hit up my local friend who's a big Kingdom Hearts fan and a big Metal Gear Solid fan. I was just like, hey, um, is this a thing? And he's like, oh yeah, like definitely a thing. And it's <laughs> like, okay, cool. So now I make that statement and, but yeah, I can just some Metal Gear Solid fans who don't really fuck with Kingdom Hearts. Some like, like, like Kingdom Hearts, but aren't like on the same level with Metal Gear. And they're just like, they're offended. They're like, this is yeah. like, as if it's the biggest insult that they've ever heard in their entire life. Well, they life. probably they probably haven't really either delved into Kingdom Hearts too much. And you know, the last time he played it was you know like yeah. middle school. Oh, yeah. back, Most people stopped one, after you know, like one or two or something like that. Here's another thing. Yeah. Here's another thing about Metal Gear Solid and Kingdom Hearts that are very similar. Like you can't, you do, you will not get the full story. The no, not even the full story. You will not get the like the compellingness of either of those franchises narratives if you just watch a recap video you have you, to play the you games have to play you have oh, to yeah. like no, watch can't. them scene scene yeah. by scene so like i'll have again like not gonna name names but the person that like messaged me privately is like i've watched the recap videos on kingdom hearts 2 i know what the story is i'm like no you don't you you did not <laughs> digest like you did not get approached There's... this story the way that it was intended Indeed. and there's a lot of stuff that you just don't understand even if you watch a recap video, you just don't get the depth. You don't get the depth the because it's confusing if you play it. It's it's confusing enough just being able to like completely see every bit of dialogue yourself. It's hard to digest the entire story. Like you're not getting all the nuances and stuff from a recap video. Like there's just no way, yeah. no way in hell. Nuance was the word I, I was looking for. Nuance was the word I was looking for. But yeah, and, I, and, and again, like and. I'm not gonna say for Metal Gear Solid because I haven't played through all of it, but I, I still I still stand by it. Like if you play all the Kingdom Hearts games in order, as in release order, you will understand the story. You're not you're it's not like you're gonna be super freaking confused when you get into Kingdom Hearts three. You're gonna know exactly what the stakes are. You're, you're gonna know everything. Like I I don't think like I think Kingdom Hearts just gets a bad rap because back in like 2006 or 2006 you started. Kingdom Hearts 2 is Roxas, and people were like, oh, this game's stupid because you're playing as a different character. I don't know what's going on. And everyone's like, oh, Kingdom Hearts is a, has, is a franchise where you don't know what things are going on. I'm like, no, that's never been the case. That's actually uh, hilarious because Metal Gear Solid 2 had the exact same problem where you started playing as yeah, Raiden. And Raiden. The exact yeah. same thing. Well, no, it was yeah. the opposite. It was opposite. You started playing as the main yes. character, and then you switched to a new and character. And people were like, who's this guy? This isn't Snake. This game's dumb and confusing and blah, blah. And you're just like, <laughs> it's the same thing. I, I, Dude, I got you 100%. I'm right. I, I totally uh, got you. I appreciate you, you backing me. I appreciate I you just, backing me. 
I'm just, I'm just gonna say this before we wrap everything up. Everything up here because we've been yeah, going for I'm quite sorry, a long time huge, on this podcast. Huge tangent. Yeah, no, no, it's so fine, bro. The, 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 it my, was much my, needed. My only, okay, fine, fine. For my for my little quote unquote tangent, then real quick, I'm just gonna say this because I saw it in both his Kingdom Hearts three interviews and even here and everything. I believe I saw a snippet of it. Finish up the Kingdom Heart or not the Kingdom Hearts. Sorry, the Final Fantasy character story. Like I know he says like oh, we don't really need him in there or anything. The oh, whole yeah. point of the key oh. of Kingdom Hearts was Disney and Final Fantasy. I understand not bringing in other Final Fantasy characters. There's a reason we didn't see the Final Fantasy 10 characters after we left uh, Destiny Islands. I get that. I really do. But we went so far into some of the stories with. I mean, it's, realistically, it's mostly seven characters yeah. and plus Leo, right? For the most part, yep. right? Let's finish that, right? Let's see what happened with Cloud and Sephiroth, even if it's just simply you know a quick flashback or something like that it wouldn't maybe feel as great but at least do that or have them you know really really have, you know finish out the whole um not hollow bastion but radiant garden stuff now right now because that was originally their home right let, let that tie into you know finding uh sora in the other world or something like that or it was something i don't know but you know you, you say you don't need them in there or they didn't really serve a purpose you're the creative director find a reason to finish up their stories or something like that don't just leave it half ended i don't know that's just my personal opinion but i don't i think i don't know i feel like outside of like the sephiroth and cloud stuff i think the stories for those characters are done i just don't like the idea of them like of, of him saying that like oh like they were never supposed to be like a big thing in kingdom hearts it was just like right. They were there so that there were more characters before. But, but he we added made them more. big, especially in two, though. I, right? No I, I, no, I agree with you. But the thing is, like, it's like, but the, but like, the fact of the matter is, like, those characters mean something to us now in this universe. Right. Like, right. Bring just, them back. Do something, because like, it's just, just like, like his trios. It, it was, right. It was upsetting. I was just like, where are the Final Fantasy characters? Like, I'm not expecting yeah. a huge role of these characters, but like. I want to see them. I want Sora to interact with them. Like I want those things. Right. And yeah, because yeah, agreed. just yeah, yeah. Because because in, in like if if it stayed the way it was in one, where you simply saw them in Traverse Town for a little bit, and then that was it. We didn't really see those particular characters in after one, and then in two, there are some other random Final Fantasy characters to kind of stick with the whole. Hey, you know, little hits in there. That some Final Fantasy characters in there. I think. I think it wouldn't have hit as hard in three and been like, okay, you know what? There aren't as many this time around. Fine. You know, he throws a couple in here and there. That's it. But the fact that two, you know, I don't think there's much debating on this. Two had a lot of interactions with those same characters mm -hmm. that we saw in one a little bit. I yeah. mean, everything for, I mean, we go back to Radiant Garden like two or three times. We talk with the cast about what's going on there. They're dealing with Ansem's lab and everything like that. And it's just like, Okay, we've gotten time to do it. They fight the Thousand Heartless with you and everything, right? Oh, yeah. yeah. Like, the team-up that you do uh, right before That blows the three out of the battle. water. I don't care what anyone says. Was... That blows threes out of the water. I don't... <laughs> that was... Oh, yeah. Oh, for oh, sure. Way better. No, definitely. Yeah, definitely. But, um... Cause, and that's the thing that's, like, also, like, kind of upsetting about the three one. Like, the one and two was, like, meant to be kind of, like, a technical, like flex like oh right. look at all these heartless on the screen at once like in three it's just like okay you're just doing it again for just cause like that we don't want that like you know yeah. it's not a surprise anymore it's not like compelling anymore because you've done that do something different 
Yeah. <clears throat> I don't know. I just, I don't, I hope, I hope he, I hope he actually will consider doing some of the Final Fantasy characters. Again, I'm not saying to add in every single Final Fantasy character from every single game or one from every game or anything like that. It's just like, there are a couple of story threads to be nice to finish off slash, you know, if we do go back to Radiant Garden for whatever reason, you know, let them just have a, a small little story thing to explain what they've done uh, during three or something like that. Or, you know, just again, actually wrap it up. Unlike how three, was trying to focus so much on this next arc without actually trying to finish stuff i, I, I don't know that's just my see for some the, something that for me like i kind of hypothesized when going into kingdom Hearts 3 which i still kind of wish was real but didn't happen was like i wish that in kingdom Hearts 3 one of the worlds was midgar and we went to midgar and we helped cloud take down sephiroth because you know we were just like cool. oh where's, where's cloud like you know what we, i mean we still have to get that and, like, that has to be a thing like it's just so like, weird yeah, because yeah, that's just such a so big cliffhanger. Just... You you can't just do that. Like, there's no like that. Yeah, like, that's exactly. one of the reasons you know why like they definitely have to, to continue. I think if they're gonna do like the Star Wars world as everyone's theorizing, oh, especially because yeah. it's now these worlds are supposed to be the more realistic ones and everything like that, or yeah. our quote unquote real world or anything like that. Perfect time to do to do that with Midgar, right? You know, just explain that hey, when Cloud and Sephiroth disappeared in that light, you know, we're now on Midgar and we play out part of Final Fantasy VII or something like that, right? um yeah. and then you know heck uh and maybe maybe cloud's the only one who recognizes us and all you know and then we see that world's version of tifa and all that stuff right and they don't recognize you but you know whatever I think, they do i think it'll right? still be the same versions of them uh or like you know i could see like tifa being there um right. and like barrett because like barrett we haven't seen barrett at all right so like it, it yeah it, and it's just like kind of like help with the beginning of midgar that like yeah, or do, like do, just do like remake, own... remake part one's final boss you know yeah or like part, part own... of remake part yeah. one into the final boss and be done with it you know something like that I don't know. yeah and at the oh shit uh and at the end he's just like oh i gotta i gotta go and, I, and like sephiroth is still out there and sora's like all right well we gotta dip you know yep. yeah oh, call it call it if he need it type of thing then he moves on to the next world like he does with everything else you know something yeah like exactly that, you know? see yeah. namora Come on, hire us. You know? We're not, we're not, we're, we're not, we're not even writers or game developers or anything like that. It's like we literally just came up with that on the spot, and I'm like, I'm fans sure care. Who are. And guess what? And, and, that sounds care. and he'll yeah, that exactly, sounds and he'll do exactly the and, opposite and it, of what you guys are saying. So just be ready for that now. Yeah. Oh God, I know. All right. Well, I think we've talked long enough here. Uh, this podcast has gone definitely a little longer than I thought it was, but hey, we got it. We had some awesome discussions and everything. Mm -hmm. Got to talk about a lot of stuff. And uh, it's always fun to do to talk about games and everything like that. So, uh, Cam, I want to personally thank you again for joining us here. It was an honor to have you, and uh, hopefully, we'll get to see you in some future podcasts and everything. So, always feel free to reach out to us, and we'll definitely bring you back on. So, yeah, absolutely. I had a great time. All right. I think with that being said, everyone, though, uh, that is going to be it for this episode of the Waypoint Podcast. I again with Town with Five Nine Direct, joined by Lethal Chin and our guest Cam here, and we'll see you guys in the next one. Johnny.